0: Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat,
1: grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, the number one industrial-related podcast that celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you are bold, brave, you dare greatly You innovate, you collaborate, you solve problems. Why not celebrate you on this particular podcast because you deserve it? I'm pointing at you in the camera right there. Boom. You. (laughs) All right. And we're also broadcasting from the 30th annual SMRP conference. It was a great event. As I said, was. We're relegated to another room and we're doing a podcast because we can't. It's a podcast because the story needs to be told. We're talking to Ruth Hughes. The company is... CMS Data Group, or the URL is cdg.com.
0: Let's get cracking. Hi, Ruth. Well done. See how we pulled that together? It was awesome. It,
1: it, yeah, it is awesome.
0: <laughs> Did you have a good conference? It was excellent.
1: So you you also, what was interesting about it is that you sort of got late notice, of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just said, let's do it.
0: Absolutely. Why? Um, we Why, were Why here- was that important? We were here last year, and we made great connections and learned a lot. And um, had Don Nyman in our booth, so um, we ha- the whole. Yeah. A lot of people are trailing him.
1: Yeah, he's, him. he's like the uh, Boston dynamic robot. <laughs> you know, everybody sort of watches that robot rock around. Where well, there were a couple there out there uh, uh, this time around. For the listeners, let's give us a little background on Ruth and where you come from and why you're such an incredible professional.
0: Well, I grew up in Wheeling and went to Wheeling High School and went to Illinois Institute of Technology. There I received my degree in manufacturing and operations management, a minor in accounting, and then went into different manufacturing positions entered the software world and um, worked for Datastream for two years. Yeah. They purchased a product called R5, and they merged that with MP2 and called it MP5. Why wouldn't you
1: call it MP5? (laughs) It had already a 5 to it.
0: (laughs) So then it eventually turned into 7i, but they expected everybody just to pay – tens of thousands of dollars to transfer MP2 to 7i, and most manufacturing companies can't swallow that upfront that quickly with such short notice, so they laid off a lot of people. Yeah. And I happened to be one of the last waves of layoffs. Then, I, every time I left a plant as an MP2 data stream consultant, every plant would ask me, can I come back and work for them on the weekends? Even though I wanted to, I couldn't because my life was on a Saturday. I left for work on Sunday night because we had to be at the plant at 7 in the morning. I would come back Friday night, and sometimes the flights were delayed, so I got back really late Friday night, so my only free day was Saturday.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then um, they also asked me, how do I get the data into the system? And they asked me, what is everybody else doing? So when everybody... The world keeps asking you the same thing over and over and over again yeah. it's a great time to start a company
1: so uh the cmms data group or a cdg what is it
0: it is a team of dedicated intelligent um enthusiastic Hopefully they're intelligent <laughs> there we have a we have a very, very, very smart team. We do a lot with our software. We use Salesforce, and Salesforce told us that we use more of the program than anybody else for being not as big as everybody else. Right, right. Um, and uh, so what we do is, our focus is helping maintenance, men and women, make their lives easier. Because a lot of times they're given, well, all maintenance departments are given so little and expected to do so much and every time I left a plant, my heart was broken because I wanted to help them, and I couldn't. So eventually, one time at one of the plants, I saw a barcode solution in action. It was with a LaserLight Pro, yep. 32 characters, 16 on top, 16 yep. on the bottom. Yep. And I saw it, and I said, there it is. I'm starting my company. This can help make an impact on the world of maintenance and reliability. So um, on a $600 credit card check I started CDG and now I have 75 employees (laughs) shut
1: the front door now again (laughs) here's here's the deal take us through a process I'm a business Um, you approach me what problem are you solving for me
0: Um, data I'm giving you good data accurate data to make excellent decisions. are you scrubbing the data no I'm giving you upfront good data in the beginning with a barcode solution when the guys and gals are out there on the floor doing work orders, no one can remember their start and end times. So normally, on manual work orders, you'll see 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, and no one ever finishes a job. Yeah, no,
1: no. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of pencil whipping going on there. Yeah, absolutely, I agree.
0: So our barcode solution eliminates the pencil whipping. You get good data. You get accurate start and end times. Um, You get comments. And we've developed the barcode solution. Anytime you complete a step, it automatically time and date stamps each step. So you have actual time, actual steps completed. You can have the end user sign off on the work that you did. And it's customizable from top to bottom of how open or closed you want the system to be. So
1: I have a work order. work order has been generated by my system. And then it's on this particular asset. Let's say it's a pump. Because I can say it's a pump, I've been using fans the whole time here, and I'm tired of using fans, so I'm using (laughs) pumps now. And and so I create that. And are you saying I got to go affect? I got I got to affect repairs on it, whatever it is. It's important. Are you saying that I've got the way of scanning? Take us through that just that process of I've got a work order. Walk us through.
0: Okay, so we eliminate paper because
1: done. Out the door. You're
0: on the handheld. So anytime a work order is assigned to you, it automatically downloads to your handheld. And then when you log on, all your work orders are there, and it's ordered by um, scheduled start date. And then you have your work orders there. So you don't have to go back and forth to the shop and waste all that time just walking back and forth. And then um, you go to the equipment, and...
1: In this case, the pump.
0: The pump. So you don't even have to scan the pump because the pump is already on the work order. You just hit start. Automatically starts the timer, and you do your work. It prompts you for parts. You check out all the parts. And if you need a part, it actually tells you the location of the part. So you don't have to go back to the... So you
1: have the storerooms connected, too. Yes. You know, whatever kitted or whatever uh, bill of material, whatever the bomb is, whatever it is. Okay, continue. So I'm still there. Got everything in my hand. Go ahead.
0: So you apply... Add the parts, complete. I don't ever say fix it. We prevent the failure. We repair it. And then um, the, we have downtime codes. So all the downtime codes pop up by asset type. And then you can list the downtime codes. And then comments. And the beautiful thing now with today's scanners, um, not the Laser Light Pros, but the scanners now have the microphone. So the technicians just talk, specify um, via the microphone what they did. So then they have the comments. And then you can say... Oh, so it- I don't
1: have to write it. I can just sort of speak it. I uh, installed this bearing, and I put this, in, so whatever it might be. So I, okay, so it records that. How do you, how does your system, let's just say I'm, I'm a human being, and I walk out to that pump. I got my work order. It's all right here. It's in my handheld. It's all wonderful. And I just start working, but I don't click and start to clock. How do, you, how do you sort of mitigate that? Or do uh, you start yelling at them?
0: No, you can't look at the work order unless you open it. When you open it, it starts the timer. Ah, order.
1: there you go. Don't be me. That's <laughs> the right solution. Yeah. So what does that do? What benefits does that bring to companies?
0: So technicians are allowed to be technicians and not data entry clerks. They can do their work. I mean, the systems that I saw today, I just... My heart is breaking again today, and today is 2022, and I saw a system today that it's so labor intensive, and software should work for you, not against you. So our software works to increase productivity, efficiency, and data, not to eliminate jobs, but to secure your job to make better decisions about the equipment and be more reliable. The more reliable your plant is, the more profitable it is.
1: So your system also and, and correct me if I'm wrong. If I have an existing enterprise asset management system, right? Can you plug plug yours in? Because it's a, it sounds like a mobile solution.
0: I initially started the company to do that, but then when it was so successful with updating the current MP2 system that I was updating, yep. the whole our whole customer base asked me, "When are you going to write your own CMMS software?" I was like, never. <laughs> I right. assumed everybody already had CMS yeah. software, and I, I already knew there was too much competition out there. But being in the industry and then seeing the competition, how much they were charging the customer, and how much they were, re- how little they were returning, and how much they were giving in return, it was just so. It was just a no-brainer for me to bite the bullet and write my own CMS software and um, we wrote the requirements in 2006, released it in 2008, and for the past- Wow,
1: that's a little while. Yeah,
0: a lot of thought went into it. A lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears went into it as well. And for the last five years, we were the product of the year award, named by product engineering magazine.
1: Why do you think that's the case?
0: Our software is easy to use. The differentiator is we're there, we're our Average response time on chat is less than 11, 11 seconds. You don't have to call overseas, or we're there to support you. Every time we have a user event, a customer event, everyone says they feel like family, because that's how I care about everybody to make sure they're successful. The software is working for them, and they're making improvements at their plants. And again, what, why we do all this is once you have a country has a strong manufacturing sector. They have quality of life for its citizens. The more jobs there are for its citizens, and that's what my goal is, Only for not only for the U.S., but for the world.
1: Yeah. You, you, you sort of glossed over, sort of caught my attention, but the, the one thing that uh, you mentioned, it, so I can call you in its 11-second response? Like call, physically call? On chat. A chat, on a chat. So somebody's there. Boom. Hey, I got this. Hey, yeah, okay, send this. But Okay.
0: Eleven seconds. <laughs> I
1: like that. Well, why wouldn't you like that? I mean, uh, I've been on uh, chats where it wasn't as fast as eleven seconds, maybe a little longer, like a lot longer. <laughs> so, what are what are the barriers? What what are you challenged with? So, I, I get it, man. It's it's simple. Deploy it, it. It collects that data in a very effective way. Makes the technician do technician stuff. Makes them efficient. And it and it pulls all that together. What's the pushback
0: for purchasing our software? Yeah. So um, the problem is we have a big the challenge. Is the challenge is we have a big development team. Yeah. And our marketing team is not as big as our competitors. So if it was software against software, we would win hands down. Um, but. We are in the process of changing that, increasing our marketing grip yeah. on the world and getting our name out there more.
1: Good, and and, and because it's just, it, it has less to do with limitations with the, the platform and more to do with just, hey, get some attention out there because I, I, I need that attention. Because once, because for me, been down that road, used programs we use systems and and one of the things that if if it's difficult in any way shape the adoption stinks the the data begins to degrade well the next day right it just and, and I think that that's that's imperative where do you see sort of that future where what what's that dream what does that look like without divulging any any issues I and mean, I just where do you see it going
0: well the I used to work at Hotel Intercontinental, and I was implementing MP2 there for the hotel. And they hired Landis and Stefa, and oh, yeah. they wanted to integrate the two, have PLC integration, and they couldn't do it. They didn't figure it out. So then, when I started CMMS Data Group, someone from Datastream called me, asked for help with that, um, for some you know technical work, and then. Um, we ended up integrating MP2 via our own PLCs that we had. And that was probably in 2001 or 2002. I was so excited because we did it. This was like one of the big hurdles in the beginning. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can imagine.
0: And so then one of my, I call my maintenance gurus, these people that I've trained in the past, but they're so amazing and they're so knowledgeable and they just know everything. Um, His name is Bob Smith and he was at Basic American Foods and he was so excited to implement at their plant, and so we had a conference call and talking about PLC integration. I showed them the demo; the whole team loved it. But then the IT person says, "Why does maintenance need this?" And I was like, "What?" You know? Right. And so then there's
1: education. There's always <laughs> an education. Always, but it's like always, maintenance always, needs always.
0: it more than well. Anyways, um, so then um, being at this conference. I'm seeing every booth has PLC integration. Everyone has the sensors. So where do I see it going is that um, the barrier still is education because even if you have these data points coming in, what are you going to do with the data? And so the beautiful thing about my company is that we've created software, CMMS software, work order management software that's easy to use, gives you precise data. The challenge was for me, how do I – leverage that data to make a plant world-class. In step's Bill Mountjoy, VP of Reliability Engineering, and um, he actually wrote this book. I don't know if you yeah, can it. slap it. Yeah, you so, can
1: slap it. It it's actually looks like a university book. It's got the glossy covers and everything. <laughs> and it probably big works, too.
0: So um, Bill Mountjoy, um, worked under Don Nyman, and Don Nyman is the founding maintenance and reliability excellence thought leader. And he ch- he trained a lot of the big hitters out there right now. Yeah. Um, so last year at SMRP, Don Nyman was at our booth, and we were promoting the book. But the reason I'm telling you this is that we have a um, reliability engineering group that takes the precise data that our software delivers and allows plants to become world class. And we have something called uh, MESA, maintenance excellence status assessment where that's the problem that no one knows how to become world-class and we tell you how to do it. And this is because we have this amazing um, intelligent group, um, the Reliability Engineering Group, um, led by Bill Mountjoy.
1: So it's just going to get bigger. You're you're going to start pulling in more data. You're going to take this IoT, this Industry 4.0, this digital transformation journey juggernaut that exists out there and then begin uh, to because it's all the the, the gold isn't you you got the you know it's rough but then you got to mine for the gold out there and you got to figure that out you got to figure out how that analytic work and be able to demonstrate and then push out the tactical steps associated with it Mm -hmm. hey it looks like it's degrading whatever it is you know and and to be able to do that and then be able to have those devices notify those uh, technicians, and the technicians then affect and then have the equipment. Everything's all, and, and everything's living wonderfully. Is that how, is that what I hear? Is that what I see? It.
0: I still want to know. I want everyone to answer the question. What are we doing here first? Before we do all the AI stuff, I want to get down to the basics first. You have to. Yeah, and I still need
1: to know how to uh, pack a bearing. Yes. Do you still need to know how to align up uh, a motor?
0: So what I'd like to see first is the training videos. Um, Bill Montre wants to do the Google Glasses to have the training videos right here. I want to train and educate first before we keep going Good. all these Gee, I like that. peripherals.
1: See, I like that a lot because that is true. I'm always I'm always preaching education in this, in this method. Educate, collaborate because you don't have all. Collaborate, and then you innovate. That's just how you have to do it. And it's always been that case. Educate, collaborate, innovate.
0: As a team. Well, heck, yeah.
1: That's what collaboration is all about. You can't do it in a vacuum. Check. All right. You had me at hello. How do, you, how do people get a hold of you there, Ruth?
0: You can email me at ruth.hughes at cdg.com mm-hmm. or email the company at info at and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Hey, what's the
1: deal between MVPplant.com? What's that? I'm looking at your business card, listeners. I'm listening at that That's an
0: old business card, so... Um, Never mind. <laughs> Disregard.
1: Strike that. Don't even listen to me anymore.
0: So MVP plant, and then we have an add-on for OEE, Overall Equipment Effectiveness. So, yeah, it's now... We're all under at CDG.com All right, now. we're going to make
1: that simple. It's CDG.com. <laughs> all of the contact information will be out there for Ruth, so fear not. You will be able to connect with her with no problemo here. So go after Industrial Talk. It will all be there. Thank you once again for joining Industrial Talk. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Thank you very much for joining. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And a hearty thank you to Ruth Hughes, founder and CEO of CMMS Data Group. You need to manage your assets. You need to The ability to be able to see the health of those assets in a very proactive way. And I think that what we have here at CMMS Data Group is an absolutely wonderful solution. You need trusted Sherpas in your management of your assets, your maintenance, your whatever it might be to keep your business up and running. Check out Ruth. Check out Team CMMS Data Group all out on Industrial Talk. It is a must-connect I'm telling you, a must connect. All right. Also out on Industrial Talk, we have a revenue growth series. It is a series that is in five parts. One, it is an overview. Two, it's corporate strategy or corporate uh, governance. Three, it is about your marketing. What, What are key elements to your marketing? Sales, as well as the technology associated with those sales enablement solutions. Just homepage free, just on demand. Don't even worry about it. Begin that process of continuously learning and growing. We need you to succeed. That's why it's important for you to connect with Ruth Hughes and Team CMMS Data Group. Also, just an FYI, it's cdg.com. Don't go to CMMS Data Group. I think it might pop up, but anyway, cdg.com. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with people like Ruth and Team. CMMS Data Group, and you're going to change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from SMRP shortly, so stay tuned.